Hi, uh, this is Christian on the Workprint, and we are going to be doing a TV talk, a TV talk episode three. Uh, today we'll be talking about working moms. Uh, with me is my best friend from childhood, Sunil. Sunil, you can say hi. Hello. And his wife, Rebecca. Hi there. All right. Uh, if you don't know, Working Moms is a series that was released globally on February 22nd on Netflix as an original series, but is already a critical hit in Canada, well into its third season. Working Moms is a story about four mothers who return to work after maternity leave, each of their stories being a thin slice of life about the struggles of what it's like to be a working mom, balancing baby, career, and significant other. It is a Canadian sitcom created by Catherine Reitman and her husband, Philip Sternberg, who actually plays her husband in the show. Uh, many may recognize Catherine Reitman from the TV shows Blackish, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. All right, let's get started. Um, overall, we just finished the, watching the series ourselves. Uh, what were your opinions on the on the series? Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was very relatable as someone who just had a baby in January and is on maternity leave. Um, I heard about the show from this mom's group that I'm in online, it's just a bunch of people who all had a baby around the same time frame. Um, and they, you know, we're all on maternity leave together. We're all just up um, in the middle of the night feeding our babies on Facebook Messenger. And so a bunch of them were saying um, this Netflix show, Working Moms, they highly recommended it. So I sat and I, I watched pretty much the whole thing, I think, in two days. Um, so I, I, I like the <laughs> nice. different characters. I like that they explore different um, personalities and different issues um, that people face when they have a baby and it's time to go back to work. Um, overall, I, I thought it was a good show. I thought um, there were some annoying things about it, but um, yeah, I, I liked it. It's relatable. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, overall I did enjoy the show a lot. Um, I think uh, I found I, I found to be I, I really felt like the characters were kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> Well, so like the, the the significant others, the main ones on the show, the the four main characters, I I, I just found like co compared to their uh, significant others, the significant others seem to be better parents in my opinion. Yep. They seem way more committed to their children, whereas the ma four main uh, female leads, I, I just I just found them to be, you know, uh, I guess they, they seem to be a little distracted. Um, I mean, I'll give you an example too. Like, Kate, I mean, Kate, the main character, she she seemed to care way more about her career. She she took the job uh, to go to um, was it Montreal? Montreal, yeah. Um, to leave her husband for for three months. Uh, the thing I found interesting about that too, though, was that I guess part of the reason why I didn't like her character really was that she also lied a lot. Yeah. Um, lied to her husband a lot about just like, for example, in the beginning of the show, there's a scene where. She's supposed to meet her husband on a date, and she does has to stay. To, she, she ends up staying at work longer. She she kind of does this on her own. I mean, she doesn't have to stay late. She just kind of like she's at work anyway. She gets involved in a couple other uh, things with coworkers, so she stays later. And what I found interesting about how this was written too is that she never kind of, at least from what we see as a viewer, we she never sent him a text yeah. or a call that she was actually going to be late. So he, he even asked her on the phone, "Hey, like, are you running late? Like, should yeah, we just should I just go home? Should right? I just go home?" But we don't really see that she does that. And then she gets home super late, and like he says, "Oh well, th thanks for blowing it." That's but I, I mean, I feel like if I did that, uh, I mean, I feel like Rebecca would pre pre pretty much be really <laughs> upset with me. I would never do such a thing. I mean, if anything, <laughs> if I got stuck at work late, I would 
I would send a bunch of messages and say, look, I'm really sorry. Or I would even tell people at work, look, sorry, I'm not staying late. I got to go. I have a commitment already. I probably wouldn't tell them what the commitment is. But, yeah. you know, I you have other obligations other than just work. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like they they wanted to make the main the four main female leads like more fleshed out and multidimensional. But maybe in doing that, they made the four main leads seem more flawed than their counterparts, their their significant others. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I mean, like Kate, right? I mean, where where I really got turned off by her was that even like when she first returned to work, there's a scene where she gets a new assistant. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that really bothered me, too, was that I guess she was caught up in conversations with her, I think, at the time, her husband or mom or nanny. And um, she missed a post-it note. Uh, she had spilled her milk on the post-it note. Yeah, she spilled oh, yeah. her milk on the, on the post-it note. So she was late to her meeting. Um, but she blamed it on her assistant, saying that, like, her assistant messed up. I mean, it was their first day on the job of the assistant. I will say, though, that, like, all the main characters seem to be horrible for all different reasons. They're very, like, yes. horrible at communication, but then also kind of selfish. But at the same time, I think a lot of it's because they're trying to get back into the working world, right? So it's, like, this whole struggle between career and being a mom. And uh, at times, I totally understand what they're trying to go for, but other times I'm just like, wow, you're kind of a horrible person like, <laughs> well yeah. well well like for example frankie right i i guess that's one uh, see like i've never been depressed but from from my understanding about depression like I, that's excusable for why she is the state that she's in where she's super sad she tries to almost drown herself in the beginning she's kind of like kind of obsessive in many different ways on certain things like towards the end of the show she's like reading that book about tidying up and she starts like getting <laughs> yeah, rid of her stuff. By Marie Kondo. But, but but that makes sense because she has an actual like psychological problem. Mm -hmm. But at least for the main character Kate and uh, you know it just makes no sense to me. And and also obviously Jenny too where I think Jenny is probably the worst character out of all of them. How <laughs> she just clearly she almost cheats on her husband, Dude. flirts with her manager and and where I really kind of, to be honest, get upset most at uh, Jenny is um, it's personal because I do work in IT and she she's she works in IT. Uh, the thing that bothers me here is that, especially in this day and age, where uh, you know there, there there's a big movement around getting women interested in STEM. So you know, go while I was in college, I studied electrical engineering, and there was only five. Uh, women in my class yeah half were i would say you couldn't consider them engineers they really didn't know what they're doing but the other half was brilliant i mean there was a good distribution of very intelligent women and not so much okay the same with the men but the thing here is that in my opinion if you're going to push if you want to push the whole narrative of getting more women into stem and then when you have a show that's written by a woman why not have jenny um portrayed a little bit better at her job better at it because all she does when she gets back is goof off flirt with her manager you know and 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 it it just kind of to me shows like what what, what where's the message here well, i think she had a different kind of issue like she wasn't diagnosed as depressed or or obsessive compulsive but she was realizing like her life is different and, and she wants something out of it but she doesn't know like there's this there's been this huge change now she's got this baby she you know doesn't necessarily want to take care of the baby she's mentioned a couple of times she feels disconnected from her baby 
but she feels like she should be this mother and, and she's not like actually able to live up to that expectation and then she feels okay I guess I should go back to work but then she doesn't like really feel that passion to be working either so she's lost as well and, and yeah. that that can explain all these like crazy things I, she's doing I, I get that but I'm not saying that she should be like some superstar IT person but just one that kind of is, isn't the stereotypical like you know which which I would not agree with but the whole I mean you know this whole thing about oh let me get back to work oh my boss is hot let me go hit on him let me go <laughs> cheat on my husband it was really ridiculous it, how it, escalated it yeah. got it didn't need to get to I, that I really like I, it could have been fine if she was sad or she she did something weird but you yeah. know like the, 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 this was just very stereotypical and and it wasn't subtle at all they just went right for yeah. it it was crazy yeah and we didn't we didn't get any kind of feeling that she was good at her job yeah. it was just more like oh no and then uh, after the whole thing where her boss or manager sticks his fingers in her fing- fingers in her mouth <laughs> after that she says oh it was, she tells her co-worker oh it's actually good because he's avoiding me now i have less work to do but it's like okay well yeah she's not yeah. responsible that's where i was just again because <laughs> of work in it i was kind of annoyed at her character and ironic she's married to a screenwriter so i totally <laughs> felt so bad for the guy at first i was like wow this guy's kind of an idiot but then towards the end they they really characterize him well to the point where it's like wow he he's the dad who's he always there try for the really hard yeah. yeah and even though like honestly some of the stories that he was talking about sounded awful yeah in like, the beginning you're like, you can't take him seriously you feel yeah. like okay well of course she's married to this loser like, yeah Well, I mean, she doesn't... Like, that's another thing, too, I guess, what I found very interesting is that a lot of the the women, minus Frankie, I guess, because she really... She was was at least pretty honest with her partner. The other three are not really that honest all the time with their partners. That's true. So that's where it's kind of like, you know... And and we're not talking about small lies. These are pretty big, uh, big lies. I mean... It, where, I, and I get the thing that they were trying to push with uh, Kate where she didn't want to tell her husband that she took the job offer yeah. or she was trying for it and then got it. And then she's like, well, it's my career and all of that. But, you know, I mean, me personally, yeah, I, I have ambitions in my own career, but there's no one how at this moment since we just had a kid, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Like, I'm going to go for three months to really boost my career. Even if it was a 50 pay increase, I still wouldn't do it. Okay, on that note, how do you guys think the series is in relation to being parents? Like, do you think they did a good job authentically portraying, like, what it's like, or what? I think there were a lot of good scenes, like, um, just, like, when they're taking care of their kids, and, like, the, the diaper rash, and um, I think even, like, the moms going off to a mom's group, like, watching that, I was like, oh, man, actually, that made me really want to join a mom's group as well. <laughs> um, so, like, little scenes like that, and, like, little moments and interactions that they have, I felt were... Um, pretty relatable but then um, like an overarching oddness is that only Kate really like cares about her kid like you only like she's the only one you really see interacting with her kid Charlie yeah. and then um, in care and like she has those conflicts where they, she's at work and Charlie says his, says his first word and then she's all torn up like oh I missed it because I had to go back to work I mean that's something that I think about too because my, my maternity leaves ending in four weeks and like mm-hmm our kid's gonna go to daycare I'm gonna miss out on some things and like it's gonna be hard because I'm gonna think like oh like should I stay at home should I work part-time that kind of thing you don't really see that conflict in any of the other three characters like they they don't interact with their kids actually you just see like um Jenny staring at her kid and she doesn't like do anything with her 
And then um, you just see Frankie's partner taking care of Rhoda all the time. And then with Anne, like, you never <laughs> even see Anne's baby. You see Anne, like, put her baby in a car seat at one point. But it's all about Anne and her her eight or nine-year-old, actually. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, to, to that point, too, what, what, I, what I found very interesting, too, is that... Um, you know, I've I've seen a couple of posts a couple of years ago about how um, some men would complain that men are, men as fathers are portrayed as these goofy, dorky, like fathers who don't know anything. Like, and if they're if the mom is not around, they're totally failing hard. Or I mean, if you look at, for example, like the Family Guy father, he's Peter Griffin. Yeah, Peter Griffin. He's not really smartest dad yeah. but if you look here the three dads uh in this show um i thought they were all pretty like i mean they they, they all seem like pretty good dads they they seem well together at least yeah. in the dad aspect of, of you know the kate's kate's uh husband seems like he has a job but a good decent job but he also cares a lot about his kid feeds yeah. the kid knows how to change the diaper does everything pretty well mm-hmm. um and doesn't really complain too much in my opinion yeah the uh, the other two dads though, uh, J- Jenny's dad, yeah, he's a screenwriter. He seems like he's goofy in the beginning, goofing off with his stories, but at the same time, he's super committed. And he's always he would there, he showed moments where he was like super happy, like when uh, Jenny uh, said that she was um, done breastfeeding. He had this like b- b- he had this like weird outfit that kind <laughs> of had like. Uh, you know, sticking the bottles in, and he could like breastfeed with, <laughs> with formula, big, big boobs, yeah. Yeah. with formula. So that you know, he really did care. Um, and uh, uh, her character's name Anne, right? Uh, her husband Lionel. Yeah. You never really yeah. see him do that. Much. Although he says his money is tied up somewhere, and I don't know if he makes really bad investments or something shady. <laughs> yeah. But then like he it. still seems like he cares about um, yeah. uh, his kids. Mm-hmm. So I mean, overall, I think the dads were portrayed well. I feel like. That is pretty relatable. Like uh, they're trying. I mean, they all have to work also, but it does seem like they're putting in effort. Yeah. So I mean, I, I find I found it pretty realistic from that end. And also, you see like random things that I wouldn't know. Like um, as an example, like the epi- what, three episodes ago that we were watching together, um, uh, Anne's character is bleeding, and I said, "Oh, she's spotting." And you're like, "What is she doing?" Yeah. I, I said, "Oh, yeah, that's just the common term." That, I'm just you know, like, is she like lifting? She's gonna help you lift weights or something? Yeah. But you know, I, I, <laughs> what's weird too for me is that before having this baby, um, like the whole concept of I would say women breastfeeding or just like the pumping seems super weird to me, and I just did not want to see any of that. Yeah. But now it's like very common. I mean, yeah. it's not not not. Odd to me, which is important because that's what this, this this is like. The audience the show is targeting is people who don't know what it's like being a parent and the things that you have to go through mm-hmm. being a mom. So uh, I think that's pretty pretty dope. Uh, how did you guys find the comedy in the series? Like, what was your funny favorite funny moment? I guess <laughs> funny moment. I, I mean, I thought the the, the intro scenes uh, yeah. always at the um, the moms group the moms group in the beginning yeah. when they're just like bantering and yelling at each other i always found those to like i i thought that those were always well written yeah. yeah. how they were just like picking like funny fights with each other um there, i felt like there was some dark humor in the, yeah. the first episode the conclusion to that the climax with the bear oh my god that's when i was like i'm gonna like this show oh when she was oh, screaming because yeah. the bear was there yeah and i was like wow what why did they put a bear and i'm like oh this kind of makes sense because it shows off for like motherly 
I teared up during that scene. I, I don't know if it's like the postpartum hormones or what, but I, <laughs> I, I was really feeling that scene. I was like, oh man, if, if I were strolling with or jogging with my baby and we ran into that bear, like I, I really felt that raw like fear well, and energy. I, and, and I think totally. what's nice about that scene too is that after the bear, the random guy comes running into <laughs> oh, the screen. <laughs> like that, that, that really amplified the scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that that was probably one of my favorite scenes too. But overall, yeah, I mean, I thought the like the dark humor, like um, you know how they how other like the, the that scene where Kate comes uh, when his her sister is hanging out with the new mom group, and the, all the moms oh, are making fun of. And they're, they're asking, like, oh, "Who are you? Who are you?" <laughs> and she she like she doesn't like then she's asking for money or not asking for money, but they're just like bantering back and forth. I thought that was all that was pretty interesting and funny. Um, uh, all right. What did you guys think about Kate's choice to go to Montreal? Yeah, well, so you you want to go first, or? Well, I thought, you know, I could I could see that. I mean, I I I could understand why she did that. I think, being you know, I would all if like I'm also pretty ambitious in my career and getting this huge opportunity that like especially since Kate's been at her job for several years like finally being recognized and rewarded and she mentioned there was a huge raise um i would be pretty pumped and also like beating out like some pretty tough competition to get that job i definitely would want that as well but as sunil said earlier you know she she had some lies and deceit and like i i didn't like that either i and i kind of got it like she she agreed she wasn't gonna put her name in for it but then like on the spot that that competition like being egged on by her opponent like she would suddenly flip her mind and just go oh yes yes i'm still gonna go for it because i just got to beat this guy down i I could see that too um i think i mean she really exemplifies the the conflict just like of going back to work and having a baby like how far do you want to take your own personal ambition and and it, it part of it is for her family too she mentioned like her family is in debt and getting all this extra money would really help a lot um, and, and she did have some struggles with her child already, you know, like he, he wasn't really breastfeeding anymore. They had moved on to formula and she was like, kind of like, oh, I guess I don't like have to be around. So I could take the job and help the family. And it's just three months. So I could see why she did that. It, it's tough. I think, I think that was a really good, um, dilemma that was presented in the show. And I, I think they, they executed it well. I, I think that they, um, I think the husband was too passive and too forgiving <laughs> because like that's a big decision i yeah. i don't understand how like he, and like the way that she tried to play it off like it's like like to me it's like let's get a like because they, they got a massage together like she yeah. paid for the massage together and then she just that was weird. she just told him like then and there that oh by the way i got the job or she tried to beat around the bush yeah and then say she got the job i think like in reality if like you know, let's say Rebecca got like some kind of opportunity like that. I think like we'd have to talk about it, but potentially I would be okay moving too, because at the same time I would say, yeah, you know, you should still, even if you're going to just see the baby at night, if you're working long, you should still see the baby like face to face. There's no reason. Like we got to figure something out where maybe we, maybe we live in the like middle of the two places. I like something more practical, Yeah. but where I found it to be, um, kind of interesting in terms of like the workplace like i, I mean since i you know partially i have uh, i'm a consultant so i've been to a lot of different companies all the com- all the it companies that i've been to um or it departments people have been very flexible in terms of like babies and understanding 
Like even in meetings, like okay. if even if you're with a client and you say, oh, "I'm really sorry," like my baby's in the hospital. Yeah, I would never like. I've never been, uh, you know, it, put in a scenario where I feel that like a high, like a manager or someone higher than me would tell me like, "Why did you? Why did you leave the meeting early?" Like people, I've only seen people have been more accommodating. Yeah. Maybe this is a thing in marketing that happens. I've actually been in a lot of conference calls where like either my coworker or the client's baby starts crying in the background and they go, sorry, excuse me, let me go take care of this for a few minutes. And, and that's been fine too. Yeah, yeah like, that's weird. Yeah, like people have been very accommodating. Yeah. So I don't know if, I, I don't know like if this is maybe a, a, a industry specific way people act, yeah. like very cutthroat, like, my really? guess is that it was just there for the sake of drama, because you know it's just <laughs> this limited time frame. So it's like, yeah, just make it, make it so that it's only work, you know. Well, what was interesting was you know I had the same thought that like, oh, I don't know if that's a realistic portrayal of how people would react. But then I watched The Letdown, which is also on Netflix, and it's oh. a similar show in concept to Working Moms. It's just, it's about a number of um, moms who have ba- newborns or like really small infants, and they're trying to juggle work and life and all this stuff. Um, it's Australian, um, and I watched it right after I watched Working Moms, because then I heard about that, and I was like, right, I'll watch that next. Um, and they had a similar, you know, character going through the same thing, and then, like, in a business context, she kind of got shamed for trying to um, prioritize her family. So then I was like, oh, that's two shows back-to-back that they did that, but I, I still think maybe it was just for the drama. That's still crazy, though. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought times would be different, especially with the fact that you can, like, it's a lot more accommodating working from home or yeah, know, not having I, to always be in the office. I mean, and like, here's the thing, right? Like, which, which I find very interesting is that, um, you know, uh, United States often gets criticized, like as, you know, we as Americans always get criticized because of how bad our healthcare is, how, yeah. like how bad, you know, just like, fam- like it is for families, like how the government doesn't care, yeah. but, or cor- companies don't care. But, you know, I personally haven't really seen that. Rebecca works also. Rebecca works at a very like nice company that's very accommodating mm-hmm. uh, in terms of parental leave and um, you know other other things like that. Other benefits there. So and and like I said, a lot of other companies I've been to, I just haven't witnessed it. I mean, like, to give you an example, even in my own company, like sometimes in the mornings, like uh, before work starts, uh, depending on who's there, a lot of us are not dads, so a lot of us give give each other tips or. Like we have a new coworker whose uh, wife is uh, is gonna give birth in three months, oh, wow. so we were giving her tips, giving him tips. Yeah. We were like, dude, get get a get uh, make sure you get a hospital tour, like you know, in advance. <laughs> like you gotta book that or yeah. go to a breastfeeding class. Actually, so yeah. We're like, yeah. make sure your kid, make sure you know your wife gets her shots, and make sure your kid gets the vaccinations. Like we 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 gave him all these tips, and then you know, obviously, like like two days later, he said, oh, my wife says thank you. To us, and I said, "No, dude, tell her it was your idea. She'll, she'll like, she'll think you're some amazing dude." Now. But like I said, I, I, I don't know how realistic this is. So, you know, it, it's interesting for the people who don't work in such industries. Like, I wonder if it gives the wrong message that people still don't care. Yeah, marketing is strange because it's, it's. Uh, I don't know how cutthroat it is, but it definitely is one of those jobs which takes up like a lot of like you have to be paying attention at all times. Yeah, so. she she was at a high level at her yeah. job as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you think was your favorite moment of the series? Hmm. Or favorite arc? Favorite thing in general of working moms? Favorite. I think Anne's storyline is pretty funny. 
Yeah. I think she's a very... Uh, I, I feel like that, like how her character is, we would... Uh, I mean, I curse a lot. Yeah. And she definitely curses a lot in the show. So does her <laughs> husband a bit, I think. Yeah. But um, I think her storyline seems to be like the most realistic to me in terms of just how she's raising... She, ha- she has a, a little older daughter, like four-year-old maybe, I think. Yeah, or yeah. No, oh, she must be in like school. Oh, yeah, sorry. She's yeah. in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then she has another kid, uh, like baby. Um, well, what I found interesting about her character was that she's like a psychiatrist or something, right? Yeah. yeah. And then she has like a bunch of issues with her own daughter. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of funny. Cause I mean, it's typical though. It is typical, but it's like, you think that you'd have a handle or a better handle than... I think she does. It's just yeah. that she doesn't have, I guess she doesn't have all the time. Like she's working too, so she doesn't have that much time. So she has a nanny. Yeah, yeah. So... I thought one scene I thought was funny was when her daughter in the beginning of the show was acting up, I guess, and like kissing all the boys. Oh yeah. And she, then she's like, she yeah. she yelled at the the I guess the teacher or the principal saying, yeah. "Are you slut shaming my daughter?" And then, he, <laughs> and then later on he came and apologized. Yes. And then she said, "I'm taking my daughter to church or something." So I I, I always thought her scenes were very funny, and I thought her character is just very well, funny. Her story arc general was very intriguing i didn't mm. expect them to go that direction the, uh, yeah i didn't think that she would actually get the abortion yeah it did i it, it just didn't seem like that to me but then it's also kind of sad because what really triggered her to getting the um abortion was the fact that her husband didn't have that much money or it was tied up because no, she she wanted it already before no she, she did, did but i'm saying that's what like pushed them her to go to the extra well, egg see that's the thing is i'm not sure because i feel like that's just an excuse for something that you actually wanted. yeah they had a talk and they made yeah. a whole list of pros and cons no but before yeah. that like she was okay with it but then there was a scene where he's like hey so you're gonna have to work a little extra because right. my money is tied up but so, she like, was already thinking about it she was it. thinking about yeah. it but then i feel like that really pushed it when she had to work even extra See, to me, it was just compounding factors. That was yeah, definitely a Yeah, because she was struggling point. with that pregnancy. She yeah. she was already calling it a virus. She was already hating it. How, yeah. how long into the pregnancy was she? Uh, three months, I believe, right? That's what they were saying. I think oh, I don't year. remember. I don't know, but she was, it was throughout the whole show that she was yeah. pregnant, so I don't know how, how much time elapsed. I'll, I'll give props to the show for that, too. Like, a lot of these story arcs were introduced in, I think, episodes one or two, and they actually make it last the whole season, yeah. which is very crazy to me, because... These are things that I thought they would have like been one and done, but no, they, they actually made it work. Yeah, I mean, I also really like how each episode was only 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like Kate the most just because she had the biggest like work versus life um, conundrum and, and that was what most of her storyline was centered around. And I think I just would have liked to see more variations on work versus personal life mm, absolutely. issues that well, show the is others. called working moms yeah. yeah the others weren't really about <laughs> like work versus personal life specifically they they just had yeah you know, like and I, she didn't really have too many conflicts with work other than like she didn't want to work more but she was right. well well i i mean like i said i i I, li- I like that aspect of kate but i just can't get past her being disingenuous a lot of the times yeah. by lying a lot like yeah. not just to her husband but like Sometimes to her coworkers, like, and then also what I really didn't like too is how she treated her nannies. Oh yeah, like, the Filipino, the, the one, Filipino the, nurse, yeah. her nanny. Yeah. You being Filipino, yeah, I was just like, oh, I oddly know what's going on here. Well, she the way that she also fired the nurse was just like she told her husband, tell her like you're fired, and she just gets kicked out. I was like, that's that's yeah. that. Well, I think that's also a thing that like if you're 
not a parent or not a mother, you may not really get that. But like, the, like the trigger for her was seeing that formula bottle. And like, when you're a new parent, like hospitals these days are really pushing breastfeeding and like all the yeah. healthcare staff, they're really all about breastfeeding. And and then you you kind of are made to feel like if you can't breastfeed, you're a failure. And like our first night home from the hospital. Um, I, I was having a lot of issues. Like I was having a lot of pain. We were struggling to get the baby latching correctly. And, um, it was in the middle of the night and the baby was just crying and crying. And we were just like, you know what, let's just give him like a bottle of formula right now because I can't do this. I just cannot do this right now. And, and I was crying a lot and I was really upset and just feeling like a total failure, but you know, like plenty of parents feed their babies formula and the babies grow up fine and it's like it's totally fine but that's yeah. the messaging you get you're just bombarded with this message that you have to be able to breastfeed and kate throughout the first episode you you see that she she's pumping and not really getting a lot and she mentioned the baby's not really latching. she's already struggling with this and then finally just seeing like somebody gave her baby formula and she wasn't consulted about it like yeah. i could see how she, that would be like a huge slap in the face yeah. I agree on that point. Just just the way that the firing message was delivered. It was just like she's treating that person like not a person. Well, yeah, because yeah, it was just like on the spot. I mean, Kate, we've seen like that's her character flaw that like she just makes these snap decisions on the spot whenever something happens. And like that's where her lies and deceit come in too. When something like she's being egged on by Mo, she just like on the spot goes, okay, well, I'm going to like do this and, you know, not tell my husband or whatever. <laughs> that's All right. Um, so final words if there was uh, anything that you want to say about the series or you could say something about it that to recommend to uh, its target audience per se like hey if you're a parent maybe you should watch working moms or yeah it's a funny show i don't know <laughs> yeah you know um every like mom i talk to it comes up like oh have you seen working moms on netflix i think it's really resonating like i was talking even to um, our friend on who is a mom of two under two um and she was she, i was like oh do you like get to watch a lot of tv having two children under two well now one of them's like two and a quarter but i was like you know do you get to watch tv at all or like what do you like are your days just consumed taking care of them and she's like oh yeah i don't really get to watch a lot of tv but i know there's that show working moms right like i've seen a couple episodes of that and then today i went to a mom's group up mom's uh group meetup at the mall and uh, we started talking about working moms too. At one point, we're all sitting around in the women's lounge inside Nordstrom's, and one of them's like, "Oh, have you have you guys all seen Working Moms on Netflix?" I feel like we're the cast right now, like sitting here in this lounge, <laughs> nice. all bantering. Um, so yeah, I think like definitely, especially if you're a mom on paternity leave, I am maternity leave. Like you're while you're feeding your kid, you know, <laughs> you might as well just totally have it on, right. and yeah, and you feel like you got people commiserating with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the, the sh- it's interesting, but, you know, before being a parent um, and you have, you have so much time and it, you, you for me afterwards, it's just so hard to concentrate on a show yeah. and really like focus, be focused on a plot. So like, you know, we've tried to watch other TV shows here and there um, and it's just been very difficult just because we like we don't have 40 minutes in a row to really spend to just pay attention to the entire plot. Yeah. Uh, working moms is perfect because obviously one it's it's like a lot of the stuff in the show is things that we're going through but then at the same time being that it's 20 minutes long it's like the perfect timing for when you know we can take care of our kid have him sleep or while he's breastfeeding just watch a quick episode so i think i think overall it's 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 it it, 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 it's a perfect combination of just shortened time 
and very relatable uh, things and comedy, obviously. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, I think it's the perfect show if you you have children or you just recently had children. Yeah, I I learned about it from my sister actually, who also had a baby about a year ago, and uh, she was like, "Hey, this is kind of what it's like. You should check it out." And I did, and uh, yeah, no, it's definitely definitely worth a watch, uh, even if you're not a parent. Uh, the comedy alone, pretty solid, and I think it's a nice introduction into this world that I I personally, as a single person who doesn't want a relationship right now. Uh, it's, like, really informative, basically. But wants a kid? Uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, <laughs> this has been episode three of uh, TV Talk. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug or social media handles or anything? I don't have any. I'm fine. Okay. Well, this is Christian. You can follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter at XN underscore Angelus, and Instagram at XN Angelus. And, of course, you can read my many articles on the work print. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, next week we'll be talking about Umbrella Academy. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Signing off. Yay. <laughs>